3: Join me on Season 3 of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. The Armstrong and Geddy so with my dad, and
4: Zogadis. Can I
5: press that
0: bad button? Are we ready to start?
4: One, two, three. I'm a proud Democrat, but first and foremost, I'm a proud Republican and Democrat and mostly american
1: can you believe in miracles yes you can why are you here you're supposed to be asleep wake
5: up
0: on a shucky ducky kind of day he's bare-chested and banging his chest the guy is drunk but there he goes i'm up and
4: ready
5: and running So, the audience are a bunch of hoes.
0: Yeah. Real classy. Why don't we just go to the story?
4: Talk radio has made people lack confidence in a lot of our existing institutions.
0: The best
4: You
5: can't trust politicians with politics. It's too important. I give you America itself. This is Ed McMahon. And now, he's Armstrong and Getty.
0: Live from Studio C. Ah, uh, C, senior. You know where we are, dimly lit room? Deep within the bowels of the Armstrong and Getty communications compound. It's trash day, so I put the trash out by the road. Today we're under the tutelage of our general manager.
5: Puerto Rican debt! What? What? The President unilaterally dismissed 80 billion dollars in debt this morning. I wish he'd take a look at mine. I got bills, I got kids in school. What about me, Mr. President? You don't care about
0: white people! There's a, b- a breaking story from NBC, and uh, the Secretary of State may or may not have called the President behind closed doors
5: a moron. Oh my. Oh, there's no no call for that sort of language. <laughs> uh, to his face? Or yeah. just referred to him as one? Uh, referred to him as one. Oh, I see.
0: Uh, When he wasn't in the room. But uh, then I heard a reporter say, the president couldn't take this personally.
5: (laughs) That's why you watch those shows, for the insight. (laughs) You know? God Does does that not summarize?
0: I find out there's a meeting and behind closed doors everybody's calling me a moron. I, I take
5: that personally. Doesn't that pretty much summarize, though, the talking heads of the news right there? Now, the president could take that personally. (laughs) Thank you, Jenny.
0: Thank you, 20-year-old Jenny. Yeah. Uh, You're very hot, though, so. Yeah, thank you
5: for bringing your hot, hot life experience (laughs) to the broadcast. I'm sure in your sorority, there were plenty of times when people disagreed, too. So you can talk about that. Oh, uh, wow. Uh, you know what we're going to do today? Study the world! Study the world! All right.
4: Take a look at it. Study
0: it. Study the world. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, study the world. Ah, it's funny, Marshall. Uh, yeah, let's introduce everybody in the squad. We'll start there with our board operator, Michelangelo. Pressing buttons, flipping toggles, pulling levers. How are you this morning, Michael.
4: I'm doing great. I want to do something lighthearted here. Jack, how is the apple pie? Or no, is the pumpkin pie, right? Yeah, yeah. Is it gone?
0: Yeah. I ate like wow. a, the last third of it last night. So what was it, two days? Because my wife didn't want it because she forgot to put the
6: salt in it.
4: Yeah, I just remember one time your wife made a pie. I think it was I'm an apple. I'm honest all things. Oh, hey, hey,
6: stop it, you. Yes?
4: Uh, she made an apple pie for you, and she threatened to throw it away at it because it wasn't up to her standards, and you yeah. <laughs> literally got mad, grabbed it, oh, physically yeah, and can't. said, no, no, you're not
0: doing this. I and-. can't allow a homemade pie to be thrown away. Why? I don't know. It makes no logical sense whatsoever. But I felt like something's wrong in the universe if a homemade pie gets thrown away. It's like you're removing
5: beauty from the universe. Yeah. 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 Man, that was a good pie though. And um, then if you eat it and digest it, you add even more beauty to the universe, don't you? Do I? Well,
0: that's uh, see, that's uh, my
5: point. Uh, Either way, it ends up badly.
0: So, <laughs> There's positive Sean whose smile lights up the room. How are you, Sean?
6: Doing very well. I continued my uh my celebration of all things Tom Petty yesterday, I listened to almost exclusively his music after I was done working. But now I'm at the phase where I think I want to start going and uh he was such a good songwriter, great songwriter, such a, a powerful creative force. I want to start listening to some of his interviews. But I don't know where to start, so I'm just gonna leave it out to listeners. If you guys have any favorite interviews of various sorts that he did whether it be five minutes or a 60 minute six down sit down thing with somebody let me know on the twitter find me i won't tell you the handle you can find it i trust in you um but uh but yeah let me know i'm looking forward to to delving into some tom petty interviews
0: that's a great thing in the modern world you get into a musical artist and you can just i think i'll just listen to everything they've ever done starting at the beginning till now it's there i can get it all
5: Let's see. How about a concert from 1989? There's got to be someone uh, somewhere yeah. out there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that and you was, can find it. Not available when I was young. That sort of thing. I can summarize it for you. He was—he was, he was uh, every man. He was a poor Southern kid who was abused by his dad, and he took his refuge in music. And he really cared about his fans, and he—he he felt like they shared uh, something together. And he, you know, he fought his record company constantly for abusing his fans, and he was a hell of a nice man. Look at, Look at that! Really enjoyed the weed too. Really a big fan of the marijuana. <laughs> I never got that from his music. Really, I didn't didn't pick up on that.
0: No, didn't pick up on the theme. I'll have to re-listen to these songs. Through a different lens now. <laughs> there's Marsha Phillips, who does our news every day. How are you, Marsha?
4: I'm feeling very good. Boy, do I have a deal for you. It is National Taco Day, one of the nation's favorite sandwiches. Look for lots of deals at Mexican restaurants. Tacos across. are not a
0: sandwich,
5: or well, did the court decide they uh, are? The uh, delicious Mexican sandwich that yes, is the taco. The delicious taco.
0: Did the courts rule they are a sandwich or aren't a sandwich? I
5: believe they have ruled they are a sandwich.
0: Mm.
4: The courts.
0: Yeah. Highest the courts. courts. In the it's land. like a referring
4: to
5: science says, because <laughs> yeah. there's only <laughs> Only one science. Right. It's in a big building in D.C. <laughs>
4: <laughs> anyway, so uh, Taco Bell, Jim Boy's, California Tortilla. There's, you know, chains all across the country offering special deals on tacos. Mm. I'll let
0: my wife know that. She makes great tacos. We'll have homemade tacos all right, good. Then, since I ate the pie. You know, when they um, finally
5: figure out what I've done and come to execute me, I could see uh, half a dozen Jim Boy's tacos as my final oh, meal. Yes. Mm, oh, yeah.
0: Maybe I'll do that today on the way home. It's nice to have plans to look forward to.
6: Oh, yeah. Have you guys heard the annoying kind of viral song that floats around every National Taco Day no. or whenever it it's Taco Week? I
5: have a feeling we're about to. Yes. Yeah, yeah, I'm afraid
6: you are. <laughs>
5: How
3: it's be- raining tacos. Maybe we'll enjoy that in full later. <laughs> wow.
5: I had never heard that. Wow. <laughs> and now you can't unhear no, it. No,
0: I see how that gets stuck in your head. What are our other headlines there, uh, Marsha Phillips? All right, the gunman's School. Do, do, we do, do we do Mark first? or I don't even remember where. We, I'm Jack Armstrong. Uh, he's Joe Getty. There you go. Okay. Now, let's start the show at Mark. Right.
6: Oh, wait. Oh. Mm.
2: And then they had a series of meetings where at one, after one of them in late July, um, Tillerson was overheard uh, uh, afterwards talking with cabinet members and White House officials and referred to the president as a moron.
0: There you go. Um, anybody that may not be true, that might not be true. But does anybody think it's impossible that it's true? No. Uh, no, I assume it is true. <laughs> well, you know, I think it's probably true also. It might not be true, but it's not, it's not even close to outside the realm of possibility. <laughs> right? No, I agree with you. Yeah. Uh, what are other headlines, Marshall? Alec well,
4: Goodman's girlfriend's return to the States, now in the hands of the FBI. President Trump warning Wall Street, you're going to take a hit because of Puerto Rico. And if you've ever yahooed, you've been hacked. Stories coming up 635, Armstrong and
0: Giddy. Yeah, the girlfriend landed at LAX last night. Maybe we'll start to learn something about this incredibly opaque person. I've seen so many experts say, we've never come across anything like this. That you just, there's nothing. The guy didn't seem to do or care about anything. Before he did this, usually it's fairly quickly angry at this yeah. person into that. Nothing so far, no. blank
5: slate. I think, I think my theory of the psychopath with the superiority complex is it. Just wanted to see how many people he could kill.
0: Didn't write a manifesto explaining that or nothing cause people usually do.
5: It's interesting. Blank slate. How's mailbag look? Oh, it's good. It's fine. It's more uh, raining tacos than contemplating mass murder. E. <laughs> raining tacos. How old is that song? Uh, Jack,
6: like the music see. of Tom Petty, timeless. <laughs> yes. uh, first, This video first published in
0: 2012. Okay. I'm amazed <laughs> that I've missed that gem. We'll play more of that later. Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show. I see here that at least part of the time last night, Jimmy Kimmel was doing what he does best, commenting on the upcoming George Foreman-Steven Seagal boxing match. Oh, okay. That's right. George Foreman versus Steven Seagal. We discussed
6: it later in the show. We'll have to bring you the details. It's fantastic. Not a boxing match. George Foreman said, I will box. You, Steven Seagal, you can do what you wish. No They're, weapons. What? But hand-to-hand.
0: They're both fat, nearly 70-year-olds. i do not ah. sure it makes any difference.
5: But... Uh, as a boxer, you're saying if you want to kick me, that's all right. I just, you can't do that.
0: We're suggesting four 15-second rounds. With
6: 10-minute breaks <laughs> in between each round. Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> they're going to be so tired. Let's, Let's take another look at the highlights, <laughs> Joe. <laughs> they get a full EKG blood pressure thing. They drink an Ensure Shake. It's, a, it's all coming together. It'll
4: be at 4 p.m. because they both have to go to bed. Right.
5: <laughs> Is George just going to bum rush him? <laughs> Knock him down? Just him. absolutely bull rush him? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Sigal will deftly dance out of the way using his mid sixties fat guy uh, agility. <laughs> I swear to God,
6: I, I will watch that. <laughs> yeah. And George Foreman might be a genius because based on Steven Seagal's current physique, I don't see him kicking higher than somebody's knee. Maybe mm. like he, he's gonna shin kick George Foreman. Maybe. True. As you get older and fatter, I, I can still punch. I yeah. ain't
0: gonna kick anything. <laughs> <laughs>
5: I remember the last year I coached soccer. I was going to uh, talk to the kids about volleying balls in the air, you know, kicking balls in the air. And, uh, and uh, you know, you can, like, if somebody passes you f- from the side, you can pick the ball out of the air and rocket a shot at the goal. And I was going to show them this. And so I had them toss the ball about waist height, and I got my foot about knee high. And Whoa, something's changed. Oh, no. So, yeah, I think as long as George covers his knees, he'll be all right. Steven, you know what? It's so stupid, it's irresistible. Oh, I'm there. If it were 50% more respectable and reasonable, there would be no reason to watch. <laughs> God, that is, that that may be, that's, you know, I'm, I'm thinking of Idiocracy, Out My Balls, the, the hit show and the future, according to that fabulous movie. I just, this could be a, a, a new thing now. Pay-per-view, ridiculous, morally repugnant, really, fights.
0: Well, wow. willing participants, so. Yeah.
5: It's free country. or At least it used to be. Mailbag! <laughs> Government hasn't silenced mailbag yet. I'll just read this one to you. TJ writes, leave it to the A&G clowns to get fake news updates from the propaganda news media about the Las Vegas shooter. All right, I'm sure your favorite website knows way better. I was just telling
0: Sean the number of texts we get that this guy isn't the shooter, or there were two shooters at least,
5: or you can hear multiple gunshots, various things. Back into the left. <laughs> yeah. Back into the left. All right. Uh, Jose, I think my neighbor is stalking on me. She was Googling my name last night on her computer. I watched her do it through my telescope.
3: <laughs>
5: <laughs> the, you know... He amuses me about half the time, and about half the time I think, oh my God, stay away from me, Ian and Tijuana. That's like that old That's joke. That old, of, uh, we already have an international show. Yes?
0: It's like that old joke of uh, old lady calling the cops and saying, my neighbor walks around naked with his windows open, and the cops show up and say, I don't see anything. She says, well, you have to stand up on this table,
5: and you have to. <laughs> <laughs> right. My psychiatrist told me I fixate on vengeance. I told her I'll get you for that. <laughs> oh, there are many, many of them. Guys writes Jeff, uh, the uh, Raiders offensive line, has there been any follow-up on your report about the Raiders offensive line tanking it to get their quarterback's ass kicked to punish him for not sitting with them? No, in essence. No, no, it's the long and short of it. There is no update just because nobody's talking you know what? What happened happened, and the people who heard why it happened uh, let us know uh, our our source deep route. And of course, everybody's denying it. And then, uh, then old uh, old uh, uh, car. What's his What's his name again? Derek
6: Carr. Derek Carr.
5: Oh yeah. Derek Carr. He got uh, banged up the other day, although that didn't appear to be a, an intentional whiff by the offensive line.
0: The main thing to take from this. As we've pointed out many times, in the modern era, no matter how big a story is, in a couple of days it's gone and it seems like it was last year and nobody cares. The whole kneeling thing seems so over.
5: Uh, Yeah, you know, it's it's funny. I was going to say, I have a really interesting couple of stories about the NFL kneeling thing, but I'm beginning to feel like uh, Hillary Clinton feels, uh, frankly.
2: What difference at this point does it make?
5: I mean, uh, this is... uh... There are boycotts going on. There are protests. Well, actually, here I got this right here. The I'll lingering,
0: and... I'm not interested in watching, could last, but uh, yeah, the I... fever.
5: It's it's well,
0: it's certainly not a fever pitch. It's barely on the radar. Talk. Of course, the shooting pushed a lot of stuff off the radar.
5: Yeah, I didn't watch a second of the NFL until I was at a friend's house. He was recovering from a surgery, and we brought him Chinese food, and he had the game on, so I watched. But that was it. China. I sought. That's, that's right, sir. Chinese food. <laughs> <laughs> but I did not seek out any Chinese food, or any NFL. I did seek out the Chinese food, and we ordered way too much, as always. Uh, Anti-NFL sta- sentiment in the state of Jefferson. Hi, boys, writes Zach. Saw this on an overpass on I-5, a few miles south of the state of Jefferson barn. That's the barn, of course, in far northern California that sports a huge state of Jefferson sign. And every time I drive by it, I and my beloved daughter, Little D., I think Declan too. Before he left home, we'd all uh, raise our fist, fight the power, when we passed the State of Jefferson barn. But here it is. It's a really nice rendering of the NFL insignia on an overpass on a sheet with the uh, universal uh, the red circle and the cross through it. No NFL there in the State of Jefferson, where I remain willing to serve as your emperor. I assume. The emperor. I'm assuming we will opt for an emperor style of government doesn't seem to fit in
0: with the whole thing.
5: Uh so the Sam Hyde thing, the the quickly circulated picture of a guy who is said to be the shooter oh, or right, 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 an explanation nick from Wisconsin with some good midwestern uh, wisdom here. Dudes, you guys missed the point of the shooter Sam Hyde and missing person thing. Sam Hyde is a meme more than he's a comedian. Also, the kid whose picture was a missing person in the shooting is a YouTube food reviewer, also a meme. It would be like circulating pictures of Kramer from Seinfeld as the shooter in hopes that the news will circulate it. Everyone who is in on the joke will laugh because they tricked people. Similar to the Ted Cruz's The Zodiac Killer and many others. So it's just pardon the expression, dicking with the media and trying to expose them for being sloppy and in a rush. And it's easy to do, apparently. And it's funny. But I, I, Although I in the wake of the horror, I don't. I see I don't hey wait a minute what would be a
6: great prank right. is not my reaction right yeah I see a difference between those sort of things in the wake of mass shootings about hey my brother's lost could you, yeah, could you help him? Yeah, as opposed to the guy who infiltrated CNN and to inter- talk about Ed Snowden and was just referencing Edward Scissorhands the entire time <gasps> right, yeah, right? Yeah, like no... that I I see that as the much more
0: Well yeah obviously people yeah. are actually looking for missing people if the if anybody spends any time looking for someone who's a joke well, then that was time wasted. So yeah, that's that's not cool.
5: Well, and you know, there's a reason most criminals are young men, and it's not just because uh, you know they they have the the energy. <laughs> um, it, it, empathy develops, empathy grows throughout your life. You know, you you raise kids, you Having have kids a few ups and downs things. yourself. You get humbled a couple times yourself. You you see. You know, people who you might have perceived as weak earlier in your life, and you realize they're incredibly strong, and they're struggling against things you've never had to deal with. And it just, you know, if you have a living soul, I think you become more empathetic. But
0: by the way, on the Oregon thing or the state of Jefferson thing,
5: fight the power. I don't remember if I tweeted
0: this or not. So when I uh, attended the eclipse and I drove out into the rural Oregon countryside, remember that guy told me to get off his property. Yeah. I was in that area and uh, near his place, might have been his place for all I know, has a big billboard up. And I mean, this was on a dirt road in the country. Wake up, America. How many government parasites can the working man afford to feed? Hey, I love that. That's interesting. That's 45-minute drive from Portlandia where there are people pooing on the streets. Right. On the government, uh, on the taxpayer's dime. Right. It's interesting.
5: It's definitely a different subculture. I mean, you can understand the uh, the the discomfort uh, of the people of you know far northern rural ranching uh, California or Oregon with the uh, with the Portlandians and the uh, San Franciscos. I mean, it's just it's an extremely uncomfortable uh, coexistence. Moving along uh, to the people who sent us this story about uh, tough talking, yelling chef Gordon Ramsay. Who has the various, uh, Hell's Kitchen and whatever shows. Master Chef. Oh, like exactly. That. Yeah. Has his entire staff take a knee and refuse to serve Miami Dolphin players when they were in London. Told them to get the hell out of the re- Please. God. spend three seconds checking whether it's fake news before you send it to us. Please. That didn't happen. The most cursory of searches would show you that didn't happen. This is a really, really clever email from one of my favorite correspondents, comatose Timmy, who uh, suffered a grievous head injury and was in a coma for a very long time and is out of it now, but is still fighting for his, uh, his life and his health. Your brain doesn't like to get scrambled. It resents it. Anyway, Timmy uh, writes, uh, guys, I've thought about Kimmel, Jimmy Kimmel. Who had that impassioned, tearful, Congress won't do anything because the NRA has them by the balls. And and, uh, if they would only outlaw, silence and blah, 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 blah. And he said all sorts of stuff that was just not correct anyway. You guys did a good job pointing out the problems with Kimmel's argument. But what I see most wrong is that he goes directly to alleging nefarious motives. In this case, Republican congressmen care more about money than the lives of Americans. Like you, I think Kimmel has his heart in the right place and sincerely cares about stopping all this. But let's question Jimmy's motives. I allege that the only reason he gave his impassioned monologue was to pander to the gun grabbers. He figures that most of his audience leans Democrat and wants more gun restrictions, so he gave his whole monologue to appease them and get more viewers. More money for him. That's all he cares about. With questionable motives, comatose, Timmy.
0: Now, I don't think that's true, but is that of his point? Of course not. That's, that's his, his point. point. Yeah,
5: yeah. yeah. And it could be Republican Congress people look at the prospects of various gun control legislation that some of y'all propose and think that wouldn't work. That wouldn't solve the problem. That would be rejected by the courts. We can't do that. But you, you and some of you on the other side do exactly the same thing, so don't get all smug. But you don't even for a second consider that that might be their point of view. No, it's immediately the motives. You would rather have a little campaign contribution on the blood of the children than do anything about it. Yeah, right.
0: Well, the House just passed a an abortion measure that's not going to go anywhere. And I want to talk about that later because I think it's very similar to the gun thing, uh, just to, you know, flipped around. But uh, what often happens in politics? Right. I
5: think it's time for the Senate to end the whole filibuster thing. It's over. Tom McClintock convinced me of that the other day when we talked to him. I'd always been pro-it, just because it's traditional. Like, it, it slows everything down a little in the Senate. So, But we live in a time where people cannot be trusted to act like reasonable human beings. So the Senate's just the House with
0: 100 members in? Mm, yeah. Essentially, yeah. Mm. See how that works out? It's not working out very well right now, so why not try oh, no, something it's, different? It's incredibly dysfunctional now. Uh, we got a lot of stuff to talk about. No doubt about it. And, um... Marshall's got his news coming up in a little bit. and yeah, there's some good stuff out there. That NBC story about Tillerson almost quitting, or he was going to quit, and then uh, Mattis and others convinced him to stay, and him calling the president a moron, that's a story that's out there today. So, I mean, you got to fix that, right? You can't just leave that hanging there. Doesn't he have to go into the office and tell the president he didn't say that or apologize or something? Can you just leave Nor that hanging? Or say, you're a moron! <laughs> stay Whatever. Tuned. Whatever. Details on the way on the Armstrong and Getty show. Melania needs to release a line of disaster wear. Nobody dresses for a disaster better than Melania Trump. Of course, being a supermodel makes them all, all the clothes look better.
5: Do you think she even has any stretched out t shirts and. Kind of ill-fitting jeans. Well, no. Well, kind of plain Jane shirt or anything. Well, she's pretty, pretty plain. She's wearing a white T-shirt yesterday
0: and like a khaki jacket yep. with the collar up. She just wears it really well, and is probably a four hundred dollar T-shirt from Armani or something. Ugh. Uh, let's get the news now with Marsha Phillips. Ella Gunman's girlfriend, 62-year-old
4: Mary Lou Danley, returned to the U.S. last night from her native Philippines, met at the airport in L.A. by FBI agents. She left the U.S. two weeks before the attack in Las Vegas. Investigators eager, of course, to find out if she knew anything about her boyfriend's preparation for the attack and what might have motivated him
0: finally now, might there might be some information about this yep. guy because so far at least that's made it into the public there ain't nothing right danley's sisters who live in australia say they
4: think she was sent away so she could not interfere with her boyfriend's plan to carry out the las vegas massacre she don't
3: know anything as well like uh, she was sent away
4: uh, what Well, wow, that was illuminating what did she say she was sent away. We she knew nothing like us. We knew nothing. Okay, I,
0: why, why? Okay, Let, let's all vow that if we're ever interviewed because somebody we know did something horrible, that we say, "I don't know." I don't know. How would right. I know? That's a perfectly good response. You don't have to claim you would know. She doesn't know. Dude's brother doesn't know. Right. You don't know. You don't know what people are doing, what they're thinking, what they're doing in their 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 time alone. You don't know. Meanwhile, Las Vegas police say the gunman engaged in an
4: extraordinary amount of planning, lugging nearly two dozen guns in ten suitcases up to the Mandalay Bay Hotel suite that he was staying in and planting cameras inside and outside his room. The ATF saying 12 of the guns were equipped with
5: bump stocks that allowed guns to fire at a higher rate. Have you ever seen a bump stock in action? I was unfamiliar with them. Jack, are you familiar with them? I am, because I I got a friend who...
0: uh assembles guns and it's it's interesting i i've learned about this th- th- through him there's all kinds of things you can do to guns they pass these laws to make guns illegal. Right. Then you can buy these various parts to put together guns that, if you bought them the way they are now, would be illegal. Right. Or do things that are considered illegal. Yeah, And it's just it's very easy and very common. There are, there are cheap fixes you can do to guns that then make them a highly illegal gun if they were assembled before you put it together. Yeah, but these bump stocks of
5: enable you to unleash an unholy number of rounds in a very short time. I mean, it, it functionally acts like an automatic weapon.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And 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 and, it, and so it runs counter to the the right. the spirit of the banning machine guns.
5: It essentially bumps the gun back into your finger, so you just you pull the trigger once, and then the gun moves back and forth in in you know just right. large enough increments that you're essentially pulling the trigger far faster than your finger ever could. So it unleashes unleashes a uh, automatic weapon style torrent of bullets. I've, bullet.
0: I've I, I know people who have been chuckling about this for years that mm-hmm. people think. For instance, automatic weapons are illegal, but you can buy these. And in in effect, you've got an automatic weapon. Right. But I think they're going to go away because even, you know, a number of your right-linging Second Amendment gun owner Fox hosts were saying, well, you know, I'm okay with these going away. So I think they're probably going to go away.
5: Hey, just notice you're wearing your Kid Rock for U.S. Senate hat. Yes, more on that coming up. Way to go, buddy. Thank you. Very stylish. Puerto
4: Rico could be seeing relief from its massive debt. The U.S. territory filed bankruptcy in May. There's $73 billion in debt, making it the biggest U.S. municipal bankruptcy in history. Today, President Trump telling Fox News... Because of the hurricane destruction, we're going to have to wipe out Puerto Rico's debt. Well, we're going to work something out. We have to look at their whole debt structure. You know, they owe a lot of money to your friends on Wall Street, and we're going to have to wipe that out. That's going to have to be, uh, you know, you can say goodbye to that.
1: I don't know if it's Goldman Sachs, but whoever it is, you can wave goodbye to that.
5: So how much money is it? $80 billion, yeah. roughly. That's the yeah. figure so, I've heard, Marsh. Is that,
0: So I, uh, I, as a taxpayer, am responsible for Puerto Rico maybe mismanaging their affairs for decades? Well,
5: I, I don't know if you're familiar with the Constitution. The president get, doesn't get to unilaterally right. wipe out private debt. Uh, you know, that's private companies that said, yeah, I'll bet they'll pay us back. We'll lend you the money. Uh-huh. And they take a gamble, and the the higher the risk, the higher the interest rate, et cetera. Et cetera. No, the president cannot unilaterally wipe out that debt. No freaking way. That would be so wildly unconstitutional. There ought to be a revolution. So they're, uh, apparently he's just going to uh, apply pressure so that the negotiations move along. Uh, what that looks like, how lawful that is, how appropriate that is, we'll argue about another day, but... No, we can't just throw it on the taxpayers. I hate that idea.
4: Lastly, we got a new report out today that claims that America's top diplomat took some very undiplomatic shots at President Trump. NBC News reporting Secretary of State Rex Tillerson had to be talked out of resigning this past summer. And according to reporter Carol Lee.
2: Then they had a series of meetings where after one of them in late July, um, Tillerson was overheard uh, afterwards talking with cabinet members and White House officials and referred to the president as a moron.
0: After a couple of meetings in which he felt the president didn't right. have any idea what they were talking about. Right. There which uh, I could believe happened.
6: What's weird to me is that the straw that seemed to kind of be the tipping point for him was, yeah. to mix metaphors, was the, the Boy Scout speech. The speech that happened, uh, this all kind of circulated around that time. Yeah, and Tillerson the, the used to lead saying.
0: the Boy Scouts. Right. And uh, so he took personal, took that personally. He had to be talking to Robert Gates. He and Robert Gates are really tight. And is that right? Oh, yeah. Gates recommended him for the job. And they're both tight through the Boy Scouts. They're both really big, high up in the Boy Scouts thing. And he and Robert Gates go way back. And Gates served in a couple of administrations, SecDef and CIA chief. I mean, he's got a lot of and he can he had to have a role and convinced him to say there's no way he would have quit without talking to Robert Gates. And I wonder if the argument is, look, we're better off with you there than not there.
5: I would guarantee yeah. it's something like that. Uh, look at uh, Rex. Look at what North Korea is doing. Look at the risk to humanity. You could be a hero, uh, not only for your country but f- for humanity. And the price of it is you got to put up with the moron. I'm guessing that you know they were using the their words, not mine. Well, more on this coming
0: up. There's more details to uh, more on
5: this.
1: <laughs> <laughs> More of the friction between the Secretary of state
0: and his boss coming up Sean, turn off your mic, the adults are talking
1: <laughs> That's your
4: news, I'm Marshall Phillips here I'm starting Getty Show, the voice of the West Although it is kind of interesting
0: Does he have to, t- does does Trump react to it? Does Trump tweet about it? Does he call Tillerson weak or something like that? Because the guy called him a moron And that's the story that's in the news today The troll, in me,
5: moron. The troll in me is at war with the American in me the troll in me says, oh, God, please, yes. Oh, yes, oh, yes, oh, yes. <laughs> the the lover of my country thinks that would only spell trouble.
0: More of the details in this uh, little rift, among other things, coming up. Because uh, it's got to be fixed somehow. You just can't leave that hanging out there, can you?
5: I, I don't know. I, I don't have a lot. No, I would guess not. I just, this is exhausting. This whole <laughs> Trump thing is just exhausting. <laughs> Oh, we got a lot to come on the
0: Armstrong and Getty Show. Class A moron.
5: Oh, shut up!
0: There's a rumor that the Lakers are trying to sign LeBron James. Yeah. Yeah, they're telling him the weather in L.A. is great. Plus, as a Laker, you get the
5: entire playoff season off. So, (laughs) You know, we picked that joke because for once it was non-political, non-divisive. Non-Trump. you got to apologize to Lakers fans, though. Actually, they they enjoyed it more than anybody. Mm.
0: So, yes, I am wearing a Kid Rock for Senate hat. You've never met a mother senator quite like me. Kid <laughs> Rock for U.S. Senate. And uh, a little disappointed. So I bought the hat and the T-shirt from his official website. Mm-hmm. And the hat and t-shirt came crammed into this tiny cardboard box. <laughs> the hat just wadded up like a ball. And so I've straightened it out best I can, but it it's, looks, still, it's, looks still, like- it's still somewhat lopsided.
5: Yeah, yeah.
0: And they weren't cheap either. I think the total bill was like 48 bucks for a hat and a t-shirt, so it's not like they're cheap. And they just wadded up in a box. And this hat is so cheap. Made in China, it's like a 50 cent hat. Wow. But I paid $25 for it. Wow. So I don't know if that's a good sign about Kid Rock for U.S. Senate.
5: Well, he's smarter than you, apparently. <laughs> so that's, a, that's unbelievable. God. So, Kid Rock, see, that's that Tom Petty wouldn't have done that. He wouldn't have ripped off his fans with some cheap fall apart junk and crammed it in a box. He'd have brought it to your door. Yeah, hey, thanks for buying this.
0: Seriously, how much more would it have cost you to ship it in a slightly bigger box that the hat would fit in? Well, they thought it cost enough. They didn't want to do it. Yeah, yeah. So we've got a, uh, a security expert dude. Um, our uh, executive producer referred to him as American Badass. A guy named Kelly McCann coming up sometime next hour about 717. We're going to talk to him about what you can do if you're ever in one of these horrifying situations where somebody starts shooting. Um, what What can we do as a society? That sort of stuff. And I also want to ask him, since he is a six-degree black belt in American karate jitsu, whatever that is, uh, who he likes in the George foreman Stephen Seagal fight. I think he'll have some insight. Um, Do we have a date for that? No. I don't think it's official yet, is it? No, just the challenge oh, has please. been thrown out. Oh, yeah. please. It's got to happen. The buzz please. already is just... Yeah. yeah, it's got to happen. Oh, yeah. So this NBC story that is out, um, the the fo- a lot of the focus is being put on... Uh, the secretary of state referring to the president as a moron behind closed doors. That's the, the juicy part of it. But, um, you know, when you drill down a little, you get the fact that he he almost quit and got talked into staying by the sec deaf and a few others and that he's uh, really angered over buying uh, being undermined. So I brought up yesterday the fact that Trump over the weekend, Rex had said we have we have actual back channel communications with the North Koreans, which was pretty big news. Nobody mm-hmm. nobody knew that we did that. Right. He said we have three lines of communications with the North Koreans behind the scenes. Trump then tweets. Don't waste your time,
5: Rex. Right. <laughs> right. Well, I'll do what needs to be done. You're wasting your time. And I threw that
0: out. And you said good cop, bad cop. Well, it, it appears that it's not because generally based on the cop shows I've watched, they that is a strategy they work out together, the whole good cop, oh, bad Oh, I
5: hadn't caught on to that. I helped, uh, thought the good cop was actually outraged. <laughs> <laughs> no obviously yeah sure so and
0: uh it would seem oh from this this story that's out from nbc and again it couldn't it's possible it's not true but they've been working on it for months they say that uh, tillerson goes out there trying to work this diplomacy and the president just says random things that they haven't discussed at all right and then he has to try to figure out how to react to him while he's on the other side of the world right with and, not a lot of info
5: as the guy who used to run exxon can you imagine he's the ceo of exxon and and, and, and somebody within the organization says, there's no friggin' oil where he's drilling. Unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> what? You wouldn't last a day. No. No. And he gets where he is on the flowchart. He's not a dumb man. But it's got to be a little tough to take. You know, if, if I felt like I were sitting at the the knees, at the feet of a sage, of a great man, of a man history will, will regard forever as one of the great leaders, well then, you know, you could swallow your ego a little bit. I think Tillerson perhaps thinks, at least from time to time, that the president is a, what's the word? Moron.
0: Although, of course, if somebody's trying to root out your good cop, bad cop, you don't want to come out and say, "Yeah, he's pretending to be a bad cop." Yeah, you have to say, "No, he's gone rogue. He's crazy. He'll do anything." I don't know what he'll do. So maybe that's part of the, the whole deal. I can't stop him when he
2: gets like this.
0: Can we hear the taco song again for Taco Day coming Please. up of on course. the Armstrong and Getty Show?
3: Join me on Season 3 of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless
2: answers. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C.,